The State of the Union address was uh, bizarre, to say the least. Flying objects, balloons, what the hell exactly is going on over the skies of the U.S., and lots of hearings. Incompetence has become policy. All today, Eric's America. as nothing more than motivation. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. This is other than the United States. Up until 1776, every fucking country that has ever existed by dictators, all of them. This is the first experiment in self-government that actually worked, and it created the greatest superpower the world's ever known. Hello and welcome back. I hope hope you're having a good Sunday. I'm sure many people are getting ready to uh, uh, for Super Bowl parties and all that. As I start to record on a Sunday afternoon, it is Super Bowl Sunday, so I'm sure plenty of people are getting ready for that. Don't know when you'll be listening to it or when, uh, I mean, obviously this will be uh, up later today, but uh, when people listen to it, I'm not sure, but I uh, hope people are enjoying their Sunday. Uh, I'm enjoying my Sunday, uh, even though my voice doesn't sound great. A little bit of sinus issue happens this time of year for sure. So uh, before I get too far along, I want to remind everybody to like, subscribe, rate, review, comment, anything that you can do to interact. It just makes the uh, algorithm happy. It smiles, it laughs, uh, has a party, whatever it does. It just helps out. Um, I'm not sure exactly how all that helps, but um, it does. So if you could do any of those things or all of them, however it works, anywhere that will allow you to give it stars, five, five stars are the appropriate number for that. So anyway, we're going to jump into this. Uh, very odd uh, week, uh, very interesting week. Last week, we were talking about the Chinese balloon. Apparently, it's a spy balloon. Uh, I'm not sure. It really does beg the question, doesn't it? I mean, the reason I laugh it off is because you hear all the time of, well, you know, everybody around the world, you know, China's catching up. They're catching up. Uh, technologically, militarily, we're really going to have to worry. And of course, I don't want to dismiss China, but I will say, if you think a balloon that people can just look up in the sky and be like, hey, there's a fucking balloon up there. Uh, maybe we should shoot that down. Uh, I'm surprised it didn't get shot down. Honestly, I'm surprised somebody in a private plane in the U.S., which People don't understand why this country is so different from everywhere else on earth. And that is one of the biggest reasons. There are many, many, many people with private planes. You know, just go to the airport and be like, man, I'm going to hop in my plane. I'm going to fly up there and I'll shoot it myself. Um, which, you know, I'm just saying that's a thing. Um, I am actually kind of shocked that uh, over, over some of the states, somebody didn't go, well, well, I'll fucking take care of that. That's no problem. You guys need that taken care of. I'll go ahead and take care of it for you. <clears throat> but uh, now, um, apparently, there was uh, one shot down over Alaska. I'm sure you heard about that. One shot down uh, just right across from Alaska in the Yukon Territory. 
in Canada, and then apparently today, another one that just happened right before I started recording this, Northern Michigan. Um, what the hell and where the hell are all these coming from? If the newest one was a balloon or whatever, I, I don't know. And, and I, it just blows my mind, makes my head hurt. Like, did somebody get a, you know, deal on a, um, you know, bulk order of high altitude balloons? I, I don't know. So weird, so bizarre, and it really begs the question is if that's your strategy or that's your plan that you're going to somehow pull something off with a balloon, I... Let's just say I question um, your strategic uh, impulses. So, I mean, if you really wanted to do something, I, I don't know. Uh, I would think um, you have you have satellites up there. Okay, you can do more than than any balloons going to be able to, especially tying a bunch of metal crap or a bunch of you know cameras or whatever the hell you have strapped to the bottom of a balloon and being like, hey. Yeah, let's send that over. I don't know. Bunch of craziness. Very interesting. So let's get into this past week. Well, we had the State of the Union. <clears throat> and uh, there was a lot of people going, hey, well, you know, Biden didn't do so bad uh, with his energy and, and cognitive ability. He really did not such a bad job. Well, I beg to differ because there was this moment that, um, I don't know, not a lot of people were talking about at first, but... Um, he was talking about <laughs> the incident with the the Memphis uh, beating, and um, yeah, well, listen to this because uh, they said he wasn't doing bad uh, mentally. I, I beg to differ. To make the words of Tyler's mom true. So I'm not sure who Tyler is. Uh, I believe he's uh, speaking of uh, Tyree Nichols. Um, it's as bad as uh, Pelosi. She couldn't remember who George Floyd was. Um, it, <laughs> it's just, uh, still somewhere in this uh, uh, conglomeration I have of clips, I'm sure I still have, uh, where she couldn't uh, get his name right. But uh, it, it was just weird. So, yeah, I beg to differ on that one. But uh, as we'll see here in just a little bit, um, he he. I mean, he had a reason for being able to at least get through the speech better than most expected him to, because usually he sounds like this. Try anything to raise the cost of precision jobs, I will veto. What was that? Raise the cost of what? Try anything to raise the cost of precision jobs, I will veto. Raise the cost of B. He was going to veto it. So uh, don't do B. Okay. And uh, that goes for all of you. All right, eyes, eyes on you. Don't do that. Gotcha. Uh, but uh, there were some things. It was kind of a, a bizarre uh, thing that I hadn't heard before. I mean, I remember there was an infamous uh, situation where someone yelled at um, uh, Obama. Yeah, had to think for a second. Somebody uh, yelled liar at Obama, which is probably the least of what they could have yelled at. Obama, but uh, when he was talking about uh, Obamacare, that whole situation, uh, you know, they yelled at him, called him a liar. You know, uh, it's it's a little strange. Here he is uh, talking about how bad. This is so funny. 
so uh, he's all upset about fentanyl, yet he's responsible because obviously the border is wide open. He won't, uh, you know, he won't secure the border. And so he starts talking about it. The Republican representatives start to like yell at him, which is it's this is new for me. This is new for me. I mean, honestly, can we go back to what it used to be? People don't understand until Woodrow Wilson, who, again, one of the worst human beings ever um, until him. State of the Union was a letter. Okay, it was a letter written to Congress like, hey, this is what I think's going on. This is what I think we should work on. And this is where I'm at with things. Here's a letter once a year. You guys, uh, you know, send it out to you guys and you can read it or whatever. And uh, that's what it was. And Woodrow Wilson wanted to, of course, make it uh, star studded and make it seem more pomp circumstance um more dictator like i mean it and of course his his whole uh rationale if you will for it was to uh we need to really make uh it more of a man of the people not a far off far-flung thing he needs to show up and we need to have media and cameras and make it everybody you know come and set and and be a captive audience for the president uh that doesn't seem like it's making it more accessible and more a man of the people that makes it more of a pedestal and all that sort of thing so he's the one that started it we should just go back to a letter just write a fucking letter, okay? That would probably make me happier because I hate listening to all this. But anyway, he uh, starts talking about fentanyl and how bad it is. And, of course, they remind him where the fentanyl's coming from. And instead of addressing them, uh, he instantly switches it to something else. Here you go. And to provide the equipment and officers to secure the border. <laughs> all right. You know, McCarthy's like, what are you talking about? When did that come about? And a pathway to citizenship. Ooh, for dreamers, no. those on no. temporary status, farm workers, essential workers, <laughs> here in the people's house, it's our duty to p- protect all the people's rights and freedoms. Yeah, Congress Americans. must restore the right. And the- listen to him yelling at him like <laughs> he wants to fight so bad. Congress must restore the right that was taken away. And Roe v. Wade and protect Roe v. Wade. Yeah, yeah. Is that way he can get all the Democrats? Because uh, the place got a little quiet, and there was a lot of Republicans going the border, the border, asshole. You're not securing the border. And uh, so he's like, "Oh, I needed a applause line. Uh, abortion, kill babies, kill babies. Yeah, you guys love that, right? Slaughter some babies. All right, you guys stand up. Oh yeah, yeah. You're happy now. Um, I don't know how much more transparent you need." Uh, yeah, he really did get uh, heckled about the border. Oh, yeah. 70,000 yeah. Americans a year. So seal the border. Yeah, and that's, uh, again, they started yelling at him about the border because he was bitching about fentanyl. Um, does he know where fentanyl comes from? I'm not sure that he does. Um, you have, uh, well, China is where most of the uh, chemicals come from and the equipment to uh, synthesize uh, fentanyl uh, comes from China, gets shipped to Mexico to the drug cartels, and then they ship it across the border. Uh, and China is doing this uh, very happily uh, because they still have contempt uh, for much of the Western world due to the opium wars, which 
Very, very old. Yes, I know. History. It's a thing. Um, <clears throat> needless to say, uh, opium did a lot of damage to China uh, a long time ago, and it was shipped in by Europeans. And so, anyway, uh, it was just really, really bizarre. Um, uh, this one got way out of control when he uh, claims that the Republicans want to do away with Social Security and Medicare. Some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. No, they don't. Now he's got to fight back. Then he thinks he's got to fight back. Anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That's unreal. I've never, (laughs) I mean, I have never, ever uh seen this in a state of the union address i mean you don't always get big applause lines maybe uh you know you might get uh something here or there i've never seen it like this bad it's very it's very very weird very awkward um this is another claim that was really interesting when uh, of course he has to hit all of his high points you know you got to talk about climate change and his economy um which he claims he's just i mean he is just knocking it out of the park with the economy although um you know most of america looking at polling most of america you know they know what's going on they know you're full of shit uh you can't like raise gas prices to the highest level in history and then bring them down to um you know still higher than they were before you came into office and then claim that you've done amazing things with uh gas prices you can't have inflation go to the highest point in history and then still be going at uh you know all-time highs and claim that you're doing amazing things for the economy uh but he he really does try to do that obviously um but of course he hit his big points uh he had to claim uh or begging for guns assault weapons now ban them now once and for all yeah he was uh yeah yeah he wants the guns banned and then this is he has to hit climate change timber has been burned as i've observed from helicopters then the entire state of missouri what said he's flown in helicopters over enough burned timber to cover the state of i believe it's missouri sir just just want to run that by you don't try to be cool and call it missouri there's no a missouri anyway don't give a shit he's an idiot uh he did have one little issue uh as well when he forgot um well, what Chuck Schumer does, you know, he's, he's kind of confused on what what Chucky boy does. And congratulations to Chuck Schumer. Another, uh, you know, another term is oh. Senate Minority Leader. Oh, uh, you know, I oh. think you uh, only this time you have a slightly bigger majority, Mr. Leader. You're the majority leader. About that much bigger. Well, I tell you what, Added one. Okay. I want to give special, rec- special recognition to someone who I think is going to be considered the greatest speaker. Oh, yeah. And then he goes on to uh, thank um, old drunk Aunt Nance, who 
was probably too blitz to even be in public, but hey, it, it happens. It, it does. So anyway, uh, as you can tell, he did have some issues um, besides burning uh, enough timber to cover the state of Missouri and uh, forgetting what the hell it is that Chuck Schumer does, which, you know, I will give him a pass on that because I don't know what the hell Chuck Schumer does. Um uh, other than still being alive and still being in the Senate, because he's been there my entire life, uh, just like Biden's been around my entire life longer. He's actually been in government longer than I've been alive. So, you know, you have that. That's always good. Anyway, uh, he did have a cheat, though. This this is one thing. So most of the speech, uh, he, he did pretty... He did pretty well without, you know, too many of the, uh, you know, forgetting who uh, Tyree Nichols' name is and forgetting what Chuck Schumer does. Uh, he did throw in uh, this right here, which sounded a lot like uh, Trump may have written this part for him. And when we do these projects, and again, I get criticized for this, but I make no excuses for it. We're going to buy American. We're going to buy, <laughs> buy American. Folks. When Trump said that. It's totally consistent with international <laughs> trade rules. Buy America has been the law since 1933, but for too long, past administrations, Democrat and Republican, okay. have fought to get around it. Not anymore. Tonight, I'm announcing new standards require all construction materials used in federal infrastructure projects oh, to be that. made in America. To be bought in America. Okay, I mean, that's been the law for years. I uh, don't know why they're going outside of that. Um, mostly because people and contractors know the government's paying for it, know that they will uh, pay absurd over reaching amounts just ungodly amounts for stuff that shouldn't cost that much and people go well hell you know you're you're soaking me for taxes on the back end so i'm going to soak you on the front end so i make shit tons of money uh it just it really does make for a bad bad situation anyway here is a, a little comparison again i said he had a little cheat sheet going on uh, a little a little cheat to get through this speech without completely falling apart, even though he didn't know how to say infrastructure. Um, here is somebody put this together. It's very interesting. The State of the Union address in 2022, yeah, last year's, and the State of the Union address this year. And, well, I mean, I guess it does help if you've made the same speech twice and you've had a whole year to rehearse it again. Um, maybe it makes it a little easier. Let's see if they are that similar. One word, and I mean this, possibilities. The only nation that can be defined by a single word, possibilities. Today, COVID no longer controls our lives. Each year, COVID-19 no longer need control our lives. Outside of Columbus, Ohio, okay. on a thousand acres, literally a field of dreams. Okay. If you travel 20 miles east of Columbus, Ohio, you see a field of dreams. It used to be number one in the world in infrastructure. We've sunk to 13th in the world. Uh -huh. Our infrastructure is ranked 13th in the world. Wait, we didn't update that number. America. Oh, we're buy America. Yeah, we didn't update we're that number. We're going to do it by buying America. Yeah. Buy American products. <laughs> That's why we're building an economy where no one's left behind. Yeah. The American Rescue Plan helped working people and left no one behind. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. You know, we pay more for prescription drugs 
than any nation in the world. Okay. We pay more for the same drug produced by the same company in America than any other country in the world. It costs the drug companies roughly okay. $10 a vial to make that insulin. Insulin costs about $10 a vial to make. Let's cap the cost of insulin for everybody at $35. Wait, why not 11? Let's cap wow. the cost of insulin at $35 a month. After, after he took We're going to build 500,000 vehicle charging stations. We'll build a national network of 500,000 electric vehicle charging stations. Ugh. The tax system is not fair. It is not fair. We'd all agree that the present tax system ain't fair. 55 of the largest corporations in America, the Fortune 500, made $40 billion in profits and paid zero in federal taxes. 55 of the Fortune 500 companies earned $40 billion in profit and paid zero in federal taxes. Why? Under my plans, as long as I'm president, nobody earning less than $400,000 will pay an additional penny in taxes. Nobody, not one penny. Under my plan, nobody, let me say this again, nobody, nobody. earning less than $400,000 a year will pay an additional penny in new taxes. Not a single penny. By making sure that the wealthy and big corporations pay their fair share. Well, let's make corporations and wealthy Americans start paying their fair share. <laughs> the watchdogs are back. The watchdogs are back. Oh, Ban wow. assault weapons now. Okay. Ban assault weapons with high capacity magazines will up 100 rounds. Mm. And a pathway to citizenship for dreamers. Those on temporary status, farm workers, essential workers, provide a pathway to citizenship for dreamers. Those with temporary status, farm workers, essential workers. It's never, ever been a good bet to bet against America. Never. It's never been a good bet to bet against the American people. When millions of young people are struggling with bullying, violence, trauma, children are also struggling before the pandemic. Bullying, violence, trauma. <laughs> Ban targeted advertising to children. Ban targeted advertising to children. We have a sacred obligation to equip those we send in the hard way and care for them and their families when they come home. We have a sacred obligation to equip those we send to war and care for those and their family when they come home. Our goal is to cut the cancer death rates at least by 50% in the next 25 years. Our goal is to cut cancer death rates by at least 50% over the next 25 years. Let's end cancer as we know it. Let's end cancer as we know it. The state oh, of the union is strong. Oh, is it? Well, yeah. How about now? Oh, yes. Is it? I've come to report on the state of the nation, the state of the union. And my report is this. What, is the state of the union strong? is strong because yeah, you, same. the American people, are strong. All right. So, um, yeah, that was interesting. Um, hmm. I mean, I, I've never seen that before. Never. That's very interesting. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it makes it a lot easier if you just uh, retread the same speech. But, I mean, that's what Biden's done his whole life, whether it's his speech or someone else's speech or whatever. I mean, he's he's no, no qualms about plagiarism ever. And, uh, you know, I guess if you plagiarize yourself and you just make some tweaks, it makes it a lot easier because, I mean, they're not going to write a whole brand new speech. He doesn't have that long uh, to get prepared. I mean, a year? It's not long enough for Biden to uh, be able to get a, um, you know, our, our speech or our plus speech uh, hammered into uh, whatever is still firing in there. Uh, there's no way that's going to happen. So um, I guess you just uh, retread it, retread it, retread it. And that's what they did. They changed one or two words here or there and uh, just retreaded the same speech. So it's uh, it's interesting. It's very interesting. So that was uh, the State of the Union. And um, I don't know. Super unimpressive. Packed full of lies. I hate the same thing over and over and over again. 55 of the largest corporations made $40 billion in 
profits and didn't pay one penny in federal uh, income tax. That is an absolute out-and-out lie. Out-and-out lie. Complete and total lie. Provably a lie. They just keep pounding away at it. And they get away with it because the corporations uh, that they're talking about are private they're not publicly traded companies. They are private companies. Therefore, their tax returns are not for the public to look at. So therefore, they can claim whatever they want, and there's no way to uh, go and get the paperwork and say, no, you're wrong. But I do know that the upper 1%, including corporations, pay 97% of all taxes in this country. 97%. The other 3% are paid by the middle class and upper middle class. So um, if that can, you know, yeah, that clears it up for you. Anyway, we're going to move on because we have so much more. And it wasn't even that good of a speech to be that concerned about. So, I mean, if there was something, uh, some bombshell, we would spend probably the rest of the episode going over and talking about it. But there was no bombshells. You know why? Because uh, the same thing he said last year. So um, anything um, new or interesting didn't happen. Same old tired shit. Same old tired lies. Same old, same old, same old. And, of course, what do you get when you have someone who's 805 years old who no longer has his um, um, faculties? That's what you get. So um, it's like talking to, uh, I don't know if you have any elderly parents, grandparents that have suffered with dementia. They will tell you the same stories over and over and over and over and over. And that's basically where we are. Getting into more interesting things, we had some hearings this week. We had uh, several hearings this week uh, that, uh, I mean, you know, this is the part that bothers me. Unless you're going to follow through and really, really do something, this is just kind of, you know, grandstanding, kind of uh, just pounding your chest or whatever. So I hope they do follow through and do everything they can to make these things um, um, follow through. But it was really interesting. Uh, here is um, this is they had Twitter there. Uh, they did uh, started testifying from Twitter, election interference there from Twitter, and uh, more about what connections they have. The interference uh, coming from the FBI uh, through Twitter, CIA through Twitter, all that sort of thing. Uh, the comptroller. Uh, was there to testify about uh, giving away money, uh, especially the COVID cash. Very interesting things. Uh, some people kind of grandstanding, but uh, some of it was really, really interesting. Uh, here's Matt Gates, and this is where I really get into incompetence has become policy for everybody. And this bugs the shit out of me because you and I couldn't get away with this ever, ever get away with this. Not at our job, not at home, not in the real world if uh, we got pulled over, anything else. This doesn't work for anybody else. But apparently, if you're involved in any of these big companies, especially entangled with the government, incompetence is fine. In incompetence is policy. It's it's really interesting. Here's uh, Matt Gates uh, questioning uh, Twitter about connections. 
peddling and you are the principal at the Rabin Group which is a lobbying firm and I would observe the reporting of Project Veritas where Jordan Tristan Walker who's a director of research and development said on a recording one of the things we're exploring is like why don't we just manipulate COVID ourselves mutate COVID via directed evolution Pfizer is a revolving door for all government officials it's pretty good for industry to be honest it's bad for everyone else in America Pfizer is one of the clients of the lobbying firm that you're a principal of, isn't it? I do not represent Pfizer. I do not know. You're, you're a principal of the Raven Group, right? No, I, that, yes. that is correct. I, I okay, mean, uh, I Mr. Chairman, I seek unanimous consent to enter into the record the clients of the Raven Raven Group. He doesn't even know the clients. Okay, so <clears throat> where he's going here, and I want to summarize this because it does. If you don't know the back, it's kind of weird. So this guy is the head of a lobbying firm. Okay, where they go and lobby for companies uh for policy for you know for you know national policies or for different uh laws or rules whatever uh from private entities to the government okay and so the idea here is this is what's wrong with the country when you have these lobbyists and this guy represents so many different things, but he's also connected to the government. And it's very, very interesting because this guy doesn't seem to know who the hell he even works for. But he is the uh, the head of this lobbying firm, and he doesn't know exactly who he works for, but he's connected to Twitter and Vi- uh, Pfizer, and then he's connected to the federal government. And, of course, this is the way the messages pass between all these people, and there's no real record of it. So here we go. Not just Pfizer, but Google as well. And in response to the Twitter files, we saw a statement come from the FBI where they said correspondence between the FBI and Twitter show nothing more than examples of our traditional, long-standing, and ongoing federal government and private sector engagements. Are there such engagements between the FBI and Google? When you say such <laughs> engagements, sir, oh, I don't... Does Google engage with the FBI, Mr. Williams? I don't work for either Google or the FBI, well, sir, I, so Gosh, I I'd, I'd have to again point you to your own client list <laughs> that you advertise on your own website, which includes Google. Does it surprise you that at the Raven Group's website, Pfizer and Google are clients? It does not surprise me, sir, no. I, the the Soros-funded Open Society is one of the clients as well. Does Uh-oh. that surprise you, sir? I don't have our client list in front of me well, right now. To, I, will, I am uh, so assuming that's what it says. I will. I will take wow, the word you're for it. Terrible at your yeah, job. I would think that maybe one of the legislative initiatives we could pursue would be to tighten this revolving door that uh-huh. folks at Pfizer and folks at big tech seem to freely acknowledge, in which. You seem to be the incarnate of the revolving door. Uh, Mr. Baker and Ms. Parker, I want to assure you both that we come not to trash the FBI, but to rescue the FBI from political capture. All right. So basically, the whole idea here is if you get the whole uh, context, um, most of these people worked in government. They were elected officials or they were, you know, whatever part of the staff, however that works, involved intimately in government. Then they go to the private sector and say, hey, I'm going to be a lobbying, uh, I'm going to be a lobbyist. So uh, all these companies will give me shit tons of money because I know all those people. I'm friends with them and I can make all this work and I can pass messages between 
the government and private companies or public companies, whatever, and policy can be changed and they will follow exactly what the you know government wants them to do, whether that's the FBI or whatever. Uh, it's an incestuous relationship that needs to end. And again, let me refer to incompetence as policy. This is the guy who's the head of the company who apparently has no idea who any of the clients are. Well, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I, no Wi-Fi here. I have no idea how. How would I ever know who all I work for or who all are clients of mine? It's just. It's unreal. And you'll hear this over and over and over again. Well, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not aware of that. I, I have no idea what I even do. I mean, it literally comes down to people sitting there testifying, going, "I have no idea what my job even is," and it's acceptable. Incompetence has become policy all over. You ask uh, the government, what's going on with this? We don't know. We can't comment. We have no idea. We're unaware. It's just, it's unreal. And, and none of us could get away with it whatsoever. We're going to go into uh, another clip here. Uh, more uh, Twitter testifying uh, on election interference. Twitter Very interesting. Files are just the tip of the iceberg because there's so much more. There was a corrupt revolving door at the highest levels between the FBI and Twitter. Look no further than Jim Baker, former general counsel at the FBI who helped unlawfully investigate Donald Trump in the 2016 election. Or look at Jim Comey's deputy chief of staff who became the director of strategy at Twitter. Isn't it true, according to the Twitter files, that there were so many FBI officials who then went to work at Twitter that that created their own Slack channel and crib sheet for ah. onboarding? The Twitter <laughs> files confirm that, correct? Correct. Correct. Are you aware, That's as correct. the American people are aware, that according to polling, of the people that were made aware of the Hunter Biden laptop story, 53% would have changed their vote, including 61% of Democrats. Whoa. This is the definition of election meddling, before. and it's the definition of election meddling that by the FBI before. on behalf of Democrats paid for by the U.S. taxpayers. It's collusion, it's corruption, <sighs> and it's unconstitutional. Okay, so if you don't uh, get that, so... Jim Baker was um, the lead counsel for the FBI, um, one of the people that went in and got these, um, uh, ran with this uh, dossier that was made up and faked uh, and somehow got through the FBI. This is unreal that this actually happened, and I hate that it's such a small story. You know, they spent years and years and years and still talk about Watergate. And the weird part is, even after all these years, no one can legitimately tell you what the hell Watergate was even about. Some people broke into the DNC. Supposedly, they were sent there by uh, Richard Nixon, of course, supposedly. Uh, but at least uh, staff of Richard Nixon sent them into the DNC headquarters, apparently to spy about an election, but nobody could ever figure out what they were actually going to spy on, uh, election data they were going to get. They, they, they never put those things together. Essentially, what the whole business boiled down to was there's some people that worked for um, basically the CIA uh, they were operatives or whatever, and they got some money from some people in the Nixon administration to go do this break in and whatever. No one's ever worked out any of that, but it's, you know, considered the greatest scandal, which is really weird when you consider that nobody even knows what the hell it was even about. 
this far. I mean, it was never even established what the hell it was even about then. And people went to jail for doing it. And there was never even a stated real, true, clear motive of what the hell was going on. They said, well, they were trying to cheat for an election. Well, I'm not sure why he was comfortably winning uh, that uh, election. I don't even understand. So it was very bizarre, and there's a lot of theories and, of course, conspiracy, all kinds of shit going on with that. Fast forward. Fast forward many decades. And here we have the FBI fed a fake dossier through a Democrat camp, you know, uh, someone running for president that the FBI took and used it knowing, fully knowing that it was fake, fully knowing where it came from, spied on people, got people arrested, ruined people's careers, tried to get a president impeached and thrown out of office on fake material and one of the principles in that was the head of um you know the head litigator basically the head attorney for the fbi who would have had to have okayed or personally went and got these you know fake warrants basically these fake fisa warrants on information they knew was just made up from the hillary clinton campaign and from the dnc and so if you or I tried to do any of this, anywhere close to this, make up fake information, give it to the police, have them go fuck with somebody, that's called many, many years in prison. So did Jim Baker get uh, arrested and thrown in jail? No, no, he actually just left the FBI and became head counsel and working for Twitter. And along with a whole hell of a lot of his friends that were all involved in this same you know, scandal, which never turned into a scandal because no one wants to talk about it. They still don't want to. They just want to act like it never happened or ignore it altogether. And so now they all work at Twitter. Weird, huh? Very odd. Very, very odd. I'm going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to get into more of this. And we are back. So we're going to get back into more of these uh, hearings uh, just different takes. I mean, you have different people going at different angles and most of it's about the Twitter files and all that that came out, which we really should, uh, take the time. I really should take the time and just go through everything that was, um, examined and everything that was released in that. And, you know, I've kind of summarized it to show that, yes, the government was colluding, with Twitter to basically, you know, tell them what to take down. And it was pretty easy to do considering there was a whole bunch of ex FBI that we just heard from the last <clears throat> admittedly, uh, there were so many of them. They made their own Slack channel, which Slack channel is, <clears throat> you know, a communication behind the scene, uh, scenes at, uh, you know, through different, uh, tech companies and everything, I mean, different, uh, websites or, you know, platforms slack channels that uh people can talk to each other behind the scenes so they can uh you know talk about what they're gonna do take down um, initiate whatever anyway uh here is just some different takes we'll listen to some of these talk about them mr roth miss gaddy and mr baker it appears to me that you you failed at your jobs you were entrusted with the highest level of power He's power twitter him, but when you were faced with the new york post story Instead of allowing people to judge the information 
for themselves, you rush to find a reason why the American people shouldn't see it. In a matter of hours, you are deciding on the truth of a story that spans years and dozens of complex international transactions. Yeah. You did this because you were terrified of Joe Biden not winning the election in, in 2020. That's what it appeared. It sure does. That's what I it can is. assure you this committee will succeed mm. in holding the Bidens accountable. You know how many tweets were actually flagged and taken down at the behest of the Biden team? I wouldn't agree with the characterization of it as being at the behest of them. These tweets oh, were reported okay. and Twitter independently evaluated them under its but the, rules. But the, but the email is very clear. More to review from Biden team. The response three hours later at the bottom, hold this up real quick so we can see. The request at the bottom, it says, handled these. Handled. What does handled these mean? <laughs> Uh -oh. My understanding is that these tweets contained non-consensual nude photos of Hunter Biden, and they were removed by the company under... Hold on, real quick, Mr. Roth, how could you know so much about the content of these tweets? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, these are just web addresses. Yeah. I don't know what's in these tweets. Thank you. You have these things committed to memory that you know the content, but you don't know who you, call, who you talk to at the Biden team? Huh. Sir, I didn't meet with the Biden team, but there was extensive public reporting about these tweets specifically that uncovered what they you were. You know the contents of the tweets. I it was obviously <laughs> at Twitter. Hello. But you have no idea how often people who worked in your organization had with the Biden team during the end of the 2020 president. Okay, pause it there really quick because that there again. <clears throat> There again, we're back to the same thing. Incompetence is policy. That is their excuse. Incompetence. That's their excuse. That's their way out. I, I don't know who the Biden team is. Uh, that's not a real thing. Well, here it says uh, from you, you're the head of this, right? He was the head of basically, I call it the head of censorship, basically the, um, the head of... Um, taking care of the policies and, and kicking people off, suspending, deleting tweets, whatever was Joel Roth, who we'll find out later is just a garbage human being, a very, very nasty, nasty person that probably should be spending a lot of time behind bars uh, and not for this whole thing. This is um, <laughs> ooh, um, some nasty shit we're going to talk about here in a minute. But anyway, <clears throat> he asked him, he says, and the guy said, well, I'm not aware of that group. Well, here it is. It says uh, the Biden team flagged these. Uh, we'll get them handled. Oh, they were handled. Well, what does that mean? Well, um, I just don't like the characterization. I don't care if you like it or not. It's what you said. You said the Biden team flagged these. And now I said, well, they're handled. No, oh, I don't understand. I don't. I didn't do it. I didn't know what all was going on. Oh, but I do know that those were nude pictures of Hunter Biden. Well, why do you know that so well, there, Yoel? Were you were you just fascinated by it, there, Yoel? I'm pretty sure he was. We'll find out later. Uh, he probably wasn't that fascinated with that part. Yeah, a little too old for Yoel. Anyway, let's move on. Vaccine. It wasn't the first shot. But it was the second shot that I now developed asthma that has never gone away since I had the second shot. He's talking to the Twitter uh, scene. I have tremors in my left hand, and I have the occasional heart pain that no doctor can explain, and I've had wow. a battery of tests. I find it extremely alarming Twitter's unfettered censorship spread into medical fields, 
and affected millions of Americans by suppressing expert opinions from doctors and censoring those who disagree with the CDC. Mm -hmm. I have great regrets about getting the shot because of the health issues that I now have that I don't think are ever going to go away. And I know that I'm not the only American who has those kinds of concerns. Another example of what Twitter has done to censor folks is uh, from Dr. Martin Koldorf, a Harvard-educated epidemiologist who once tweeted, COVID vaccines are important for high-risk people and their caretakers. Those with prior natural infection do not need it, nor children. The Twitter files reveal this tweet was deemed false information because it ran contrary to the CDC. So my first question this morning of Ms. Gaddy, may I ask of you, where did you go to medical school? Aha! I did not go to medical school. I'm sorry. I did not go to medical school. That's what I thought. Why do you think you or anyone else at Twitter had the medical expertise to censor a doctor's expert opinion? Our policies regarding COVID were designed to protect individuals. We were seeing... You guys censored Harvard-educated doctors, Stanford-educated doctors, doctors that are educated in the best places in the world, and you silenced those voices. So, isn't that interesting? The lady's sitting there going, well, I have no idea. I don't know anything about any of this. I just, uh, you know, deleted or banned uh, these doctors from saying their opinions about COVID. And, you know, until you think about it the way she just put it, it, it it's actually insane. It's really insane. You consider it was a Stanford and a Harvard-educated doctor. I mean, if there is a place in the world, I mean, you think about it for a minute. You say, well, um, you know, this doctor was, you know, uh, you know, studied at Podunk Community College. This guy is a uh, Harvard doctor. This is a Stanford doctor. I mean, that that literally is such a high standard if they say well yeah he was he was top in his class at stanford they're going to be like holy shit that dude must really really be good he's really smart he knows what he's talking about but this lady that works at twitter who probably if you dig into her background probably has connections to the government was told by the government to hey shut that person down they're they're saying something we don't agree with and they're doing it and they did it and this is a huge i mean it's a crime this is all crimes because censorship is not allowed it's just not allowed the government cannot the government cannot tell people what they can and can't say in this country they just can't we haven't repealed the first amendment we're not going to so this goes on now we're going to listen and this is all different different angles and i put it together to play it like this because it's it's different things one person's talking about this this person's talking about covid and she had a bad uh, you know bad uh reaction and bad things from the jab and she said well you know i know i'm not the only person these people were talking about it and you shut them down why did you do that obviously it was at the behest of the government is the whole overarching theme of all this now we're going to go into i think this is uh marjorie taylor green their job. <laughs> Thank yeah. God Elon, Elon Musk bought Twitter. And you know what? Let's talk about something a little bit further. It's amazing to me, Mr. Roth, as the head and trust of safety at Twitter, your ability, or should I say inability, to remove child porn, dissertation entitled Gay Data. You argued that minors should have access to Grinder, 
an adult male gay hookup app. Minors? Dating really? site, Marjorie. You know, Elon Musk took over Twitter and he banned 44,000 accounts that were promoting child porn. You permanently banned my Twitter account, but you allowed child, child porn all over Twitter. Absolutely. Twitter had become a platform, you said, connecting queer young adults. You also wrote on Twitter in 2010, can high school students ever meaningfully consent to sex with their teachers? In 2021, while you were the director of trust and safety on Twitter, an underage boy and his mother announced a lawsuit against Twitter because, because Twitter was benefiting from and refused to remove a lewd video featuring this boy and another minor. That is repulsive. So, there you go. That's why I said we're going to find out more about Yul Roth. Apparently, he has dissertations and has written about um, how minors should be able to have sex with adults, basically. he's um, He likes child porn, apparently. has no problem with it. I mean, he was the head of uh, safety and compliance at Twitter who is supposed to be primarily looking for things like, oh, I don't know, let me think for a second. I don't know, child porn. And he couldn't manage to get enough time. I mean, he was busy. He was busy uh, silencing everybody about the Hunter Biden story. He was too busy censoring uh, doctors talking about COVID. He couldn't get around to uh, taking care of pedophiles. And why is that? Well, apparently, after listening to his opinions that he has written himself by him, um, hmm, I'm guessing he's a pedophile. Yep, that's pretty much. He could uh, silence Marjorie Taylor Greene on behest of you know the FBI or Biden or however that works there. Can't deal with the child porn. Gotcha. All right. Uh, here is the last bit of this. Being the right sinister the overlord <laughs> that you all are, you placed a 90-day account filter so I could not be found. And now we see here that Twitter staff said the visibility filter on my account excluded me from top searches, prevented notifications for non-followers, and much more. This is considered an aggressive visibility filter. You silenced members of Congress from communicating with their constituents. You, you silenced me from communicating with the American people over a freaking joke. Now, who the hell do you think that you are? Election interference? Yeah, I would say that that was taking place because of you four sitting here. The Hunter Biden laptop story was suppressed. A sitting member of Congress was suppressed. A, a sitting president was banned from Twitter. You know, I bet that Putin is sitting in the Kremlin wishing he had as much election intervention interference as you four here today. Yeah. We've heard about threats to democracy. Well, what about shutting down a duly elected member of Congress? This is fundamental oh, to our great. nation's governance, and you all attacked. Okay, so she's really pissed because her account got banned. Um, <clears throat> again, you think about that for a second. They can ban members of Congress, senators, presidents, um, you know, highly educated doctors giving their opinions. They can do all that. But Yoel, poor little old Yoel, he just couldn't. I mean, he was so busy banning people that, you know, wanted to talk about COVID or 
wanted to ban uh, people that didn't agree with his worldview, whatever the fuck that possibly could be. I would hate to think of what it is. He just couldn't get around to what his actual job was, like pulling down child porn and making sure that uh, pornography isn't, you know, sent to children. Just couldn't get around to that. Couldn't get around to, um, you know, getting rid of Antifa using Twitter to organize uh, riots and violence. Yeah, can't, can't get around to that. That's, I mean, I'm so busy. So busy. Can't get rid of child porn. Can't get rid of people actually planning violence or anything. I mean, that's eh, last minute stuff. Just little small things that you don't really need to worry about, right? So this guy, I've had him on before, Clay Higgins. He uh, he's he's funny. Number one, he's funny. Number two, he's uh, he likes to sound like he's a good old country boy, which is kind of funny too. Um. And he's he basically threatens them all with jail. Now, this is what I'm talking about. This could just be all for show because he knows it's not actually going to go there or grandstanding, however. But it is funny. I will give him that. It is funny. And I hope something comes of this. But here's Clay Higgins. We've had him on before, and here he goes again. It's it's pretty good. Mr. Jordan here momentarily. But um, for the record, Mr. Baker, Ms. Gotti, Mr. Roth, Mr. Nairoli, are you here under the advice of counsel, and do you have counsel present? Mm. Mm. Yes, sir. That was a yes? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, I do. Yes, I was subpoenaed. That's good to know. <laughs> Glad you all have counsel present. Mr. Chairman, for the uh, for submission for the record, I'd like consent to submit the Twitter files dated uh, December the 8th, posted by the New York Post regarding the suppression of conservative commentators. It's like Clay's had a long day. Like that submitted. Without objection to order. Mr. Chairman, thank you. <laughs> I'd like to also submit for the record a timeline of uh, events with cited sources outlining strong evidence of the Biden family organized criminal actions would certainly indicate that we've crossed the threshold of reasonable suspicion oh yeah i like this timeline submitted for the record excuse me mr chairman uh, we just where is that from that timeline timeline in my hand boss up <laughs> i'll get it to you shortly yeah i mean i love that <clears throat> haven't heard that in years um you know, live in a different area now, so I haven't heard that in years, but it is a, a, a southern thing. And yes, before anybody recognizes it, yes, it comes from uh, many, many years ago. Yeah, it, it does. Um, said, <laughs> so yeah, boss, I'll get it to you. I just got to make a copy of it, and I'll get it to you, boss. Don't worry. Um, it, it's it's kind of funny. All right, so he goes on. I, I find it I find it hilarious. But yeah, he said, oh, I got this timeline. Yeah, I'll get it to you, boss. I can make a copy of it and get it over to you. Uh, but anyway, he he's kind of grandstanding. But it is funny. It is really good. I had the Biden crime family laptop for a year. They knew it was leaking. They knew it would hurt the Biden campaign. So the FBI used its relationship with Twitter to suppress criminal evidence being revealed about Joe Biden one month before the 2020 elections. <laughs> you, ladies and gentlemen, interfered with the United States of America 2020 presidential election, knowingly and willingly. Boom. That's the bad news. It's going to get worse <laughs> because this is the investigation part. Later comes the arrest part. Uh -oh. Your attorneys are familiar with that. 
Mr. Chairman, I'd like to spend five hours with these ladies and gentlemen doing depositions surely yet to come. But for right now, I'll yield the balance wow. of my time to my... That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like that. This is the investigation part. Bad now, the arrest part comes later. Uh, but your attorneys are familiar with that. And, and again, that may be complete grandstanding. Um, I mean, if you truly, truly were uh, investigating and, and all that into election interference, of course, it's it's major interference. And it's interference, obviously, put together from evidence that they have collected and Elon Musk released from the Biden team and the DNC interfered with, you know, an election. They interfered with, uh, you know, uh, the laptop story being released and everything else. And yes, it's been proven as true. So nobody can tell me, Oh, well, it's fake. It's Russian propaganda. Uh, no, actually Hunter just recently admitted that it was his laptop as well. He he's, you know, listen, listen, junkies are usually, not very bright just saying just saying just leave it there very interesting we're going to move on with more of the uh theme of the day incompetence yeah it's policy it's just policy that's how they get around things i didn't know nobody knew don't know what you're talking about i don't even work here they just gave me this plaque and told me to show up and testify i don't do anything at my job here is Marjorie Taylor Greene <clears throat> questioning the comptroller who's, uh, you know, in charge of money distribution, by the way, and, and keeping track of it. Just just so you know what the job is, is keeping track of of payments in and out of the United States government. That's what this guy's job is. That that is his principal job. Where is it going? Why is it going there? What's it going to be used for? That's his job. Here you go. You will find this very interesting. So, Mr. Dodaro, if you don't mind answering a few of my questions, um, can you tell me, as our comptroller of the United States, how much uh, COVID cash was given to abortion? Mm. I do not know that answer. I don't have that answer. Oh, okay. So they never I, do, do. I can tell you Planned oh. Parenthood clinics received $80 billion in oh, COVID relief good loans. Good golly. Um, $80 billion for COVID relief. Hmm. It's a lot of money. Uh, COVID relief, huh? Uh, interesting, huh? Which is hard to understand how that happened. Mm -hmm. um, Mr. Dodaro, can you tell me how much money COVID mm. cash went towards diversity, equity, and inclusion or racism issues? Again, I, we have not looked at that issue, so I don't know. Oh, geez. You're well, I can tell you the Pennsylvania Human Humanities Council did receive $1.4 in relief and used it for equity and geographic diversity. Uh, I'm not sure how that helped in, in a pandemic time. Um, Mr. Wow. Dodaro, can you tell me uh, how, much, how much COVID cash went to CRT? CRT? Critical race theory in education. It's, it's a racist right. uh, uh, curriculum used to teach children uh, that somehow their white skin is not equal to black skin and other things in education. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. No, I do not know that, but I, I do know that there's f provisions that the uh, federal funds generally are not used, they're supposed to be used for curriculum. Oh, it's a state. Oh, Mr. Dodaro, I have to tell you in Illinois that they, they received 5.1 billion um, at, at an elementary school there that, that used it for equity and diversity. Um, 
So it's it's being used for these things. Uh, Mr. Dodaro, can you tell me how much money was given to Drag Queen Story Hour? Uh, uh, I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Who? Drag Queen Story Time, where, where men dress up as women and, and read confusing books to children. First, I thought you said dry clean. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I don't know the answer to either one of those. Oh, two. good. Oh, there we go. That's good. Well, at least we're getting to the bottom of something, right? I'm glad you showed up today. Um, what's your job again? Are you supposed to be figuring out uh, the money in and out? Isn't that what what your title is? How it's spent? Making sure it's spent for what it's sent out for? Sort of your job. Um, you know, maybe we could get these guys the Wi-Fi password, huh? They could bring their laptop. I mean, nobody's going to bother. You know, nobody's going to really be worried if they bring their own laptop. Bring your laptop. Get them the Wi-Fi password there so they can... Uh, you know, so they might be able to uh, look up some of these answers because apparently nobody ever shows up with any answers to any of this. And you know you're going in and they're going to ask you where the hell all the COVID money went, right? I mean, you know that. You know well in advance. You're already, you should be prepped. You know, how can you get, maybe, think of this. You could get KJP's big book of everything. It may be in there. We don't know what all's in that book. The answers might be there. They may be in that book. Maybe you could call her on the way in be like, Hey, you know, Kareen, I know you're not doing a uh, press conference for a few hours. Can I borrow your great big book of everything? Cause it has everything in it. So it should be, it should be pretty easy. This is what I'm talking about. Incompetence is policy. They, they, they draw a paycheck off the backs of the working people in this country. And they can't seem to ever, I don't know, do what they're supposed to do in any way. None of them have any answers for any of this, period. And that's acceptable somehow. Incompetence is, is just the policy. Well, he doesn't know anything. Well, he's in charge of it. Well, I don't know. Yeah, we'll just all go home now and uh, we'll see you later. We'll show up here again and and yell at each other. And, and this is what's so frustrating. If any of us acted any this way at all in our own lives, whether professionally or personally, I, it would just our lives would be destroyed. But they're allowed to do it. This is allowed to go on. And it's just disturbing. It's oh, it's so, so disgusting. Anyway. So we're going to hear more and more and more. We're going to be on top of this. I'm sure we're going to hear a lot from all these hearings. They plan on doing a lot of these different hearings. So uh, we're going to be getting more and more. And hopefully something something comes out of some of this. I mean, <laughs> something needs to come out of it. At least somebody show up with some answers and go, yeah, hey, this was done. This was done. This is done. It shouldn't have been. But that's what happened. I mean, can someone do that at least? I don't know. Probably not. So uh, they did mention a lot about, you know, Twitter uh, suppressing stuff about the jab, about COVID and everything else. Well, there was more um, Pfizer uh, info dropped. Uh, the guy that uh, basically fought, uh, you know, uh, Project Veritas after he was busted saying that they were going to, uh, you know, manipulate the virus and, you know, do gain of function research so they could try to get ahead of it with the jab because their jab apparently didn't work out so well. Uh, he also admitted apparently that uh, the jab's really screwing with uh, fertility, which they claimed there was no new, new, that wasn't doing that new, 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 
Not only does he admit that, but he admits that, uh, well, you you can hear it for yourself, that uh, apparently the next generation, uh, they may have a real hard time with uh, fertility after they get done jabbing everybody. Regular about their menstrual cycle, so people will have to investigate that down the line. Yeah. Because that is a little concerning. I mean, just like if you think about the science, like it shouldn't be interacting with, like, you know, the, uh, it's called like the hypo, uh, hypothalamus, pituitary gonadal axis. Right. Like, you know, the hormones are really their menstrual cycles and things like that. It actually shouldn't be interfering with that, but we don't really it, know. It shouldn't? It shouldn't, like that. But is it? There's something happening, but we don't know if we're out. I hope we don't find out that, like, there's somehow this mRNA, like, lingers in the body, and then, like, as... Because it has to be impacting something hormonal to impact menstrual cycles. Right. So somehow, the vaccine is supposed to be interacting with, like, the axis signal, the HPG axis, to cause these changes in menstrual cycles. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really screwing with that. And that, uh, he goes on to say, yeah, that's going to mess with fertility. And, and it's going to be a really screwed up generation that we jabbed. Um, that sucks. Oh, um, okay. Well, at least, you know, I mean, yeah, this guy thought he was going to get some. So I guess he figured, what, what the hell, doesn't matter. I just blab on about whatever. Really, really screwed up. Um, it is really strange, though, that um, the FDA came out and said, well, we're going to look into these situations now. Vaccine safety um, very seriously. Do you? Uh, with re- with respect to um, mm-hmm. reports of people experiencing um, debilitating illnesses, um, I mean, we, we, are, we are aware of these um, reports of, of people experiencing long-lasting health problems following COVID vaccination. Uh, in some cases, the clinical presentation of people suffering these health problems is variable and no specific medical cause for the symptoms have been found. Um, right. We understand that illness is disruptive and stressful, especially under those circumstances. And we acknowledge these health problems have substantially mm. impacted the quality of life for people mm. and have also affected those around them. And we hope uh, wow. for improvement and recovery. And we will continue to monitor the safety of these vaccines and, and work with partners it. to try okay. to better understand right. yeah. these types yeah, of is. adverse events. To better understand it. Now, we're not going to do anything about it. I mean, they used to. They used to rip drugs off the market like left and right if there was one person had a serious or adverse event. And they had to then list it on possible side effects. That's why the side effects on the freaking commercials uh, for all these drugs is longer than the actual commercial because, you know, even if one person had this, they are required to put it on there. But the VAX is different. The VAX is different. Uh, They're going to look into it. They're aware of it. It's sad. I know it's fucked up your life, but uh, I mean, we're going to look into it so you can feel okay about it. You know what I mean? Um, You just, you know, we'll we'll keep looking at it. Uh, Not going to do anything about it, but we're going to look at it. We we understand. We're very sad. Again, that is, uh, you know, where they start doing apology is just the answer not not try to fix anything not going to do anything about it just oh we understand we understand i'm sorry that happened to you well we're going to move on now um here is something very striking when uh people that work for pfizer uh these are people that work on developing these things um they just admit they don't even understand how it works oh good 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 well that's good in terms of the amount of spike protein that's produced by the cells can you kind of clarify that 
obviously we don't have a complete understanding of the nature of the way that the vaccine works in terms of producing immune response. Um, well, what was that? You made a vaccine that is supposed to protect against uh, COVID, but you don't know how that would work because you don't have an understanding of how it works. Huh? Seems seems odd. Um, these are the scientists talking, um, so it should be fine. Uh, I personally think there's not a problem with that. I'm sure it'll be just fine. I mean, what could go wrong? They don't even know how it works. So if you don't know how it works, you obviously don't know what the side effects of something that you don't even know how it works is going to be. But don't worry, the FBA, FDA, they. They feel bad, and it sucks that uh, you know your life's destroyed, and now you're permanently disabled there, or you know, taking a dirt nap. But uh, don't worry, they're going to look into it. They'll probably ask this guy uh, what's going on, and he can say, "Well, I have no idea how the thing even fucking works." Oh, oh, good, good. Are are we giving that to as many people as we can find to jab them? Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, it's a cash cow. Remember, remember, old guy from Pfizer there um, that just said that it's screwing with fertility. He goes, well, it shouldn't be doing that. Well, how do you know it shouldn't be doing that? You guys don't even know how the fuck it works. You don't know how it works. You don't know if it's effective. You know it's screwing with uh, fertility. But. What you doing about any of it? Eh, they're going to look into it. They feel bad, though. The The FDA feels bad. Pfizer doesn't feel bad. They're they're cleaning up. They're making more money than they've ever made in their history. Uh, and as uh, old boy said, this is a cash cow for years and years to come. We're going to clean up. Shouldn't be a problem. Uh, it's probably fine. <laughs> Should be fine. Uh, man. And, of course, those will be the new hearings, I'm sure. There's going to be more and more hearings about that and how the government colluded with them and how the government is making money off of it. It's going to be a whole mess. There is so much going on behind the scenes with all of this shit that it's really unbelievable and it's dirty as hell. And it it all needs, and I don't care what the political persuasion of the people involved are. All the people involved in this big mess of bullshit just they got to go they got to pay for it people have got to go to jail honestly absolutely need to go to jail i'm gonna end today with something that i just couldn't resist i know somebody else uh put this up and made fun of it but um you know we want to be we want to be at a higher a higher um social level right you, you want to be part of the elite you really want to feel a part of the the in crowd i know you do and i do too so i thought well what's the best way you know the the things the elites have or enjoy that we don't really get to us little people um you know the dinners the the fancy food and all that you know it's a little expensive but what we can get what we can look into is their entertainment and that usually tells a lot you know they say oh that's poor man's this they like that you know whatever you know whatever stereotype there is you know uh some people like you know wrestling you know oh well yeah there's cheap you know cheap white trash likes that you know whatever 
So I wanted to be enlightened. You know, I really wanted to be enlightened and see what the people of something like the the World Economic Forum, the elites of the elites here, what they have as entertainment. Because I'm sure it would be magnificent and, and well-refined and just really, really open my eyes and, and elevate me, you know, because these are the, the richest and smartest people, supposedly. And so their brand of entertainment should be very refined, of course, we would think. So I have this. I've had this on here for a while, and I just needed to find the right moment because after all this that we've heard, it's very disturbing, and I hope a lot of people pay the price for a lot of this dirty shit that's going on. Um, we need to really cleanse the palate and and have some some great entertainment to to help us out. And here we go. This is a wonderful performance from the World Economic Forum, how they enjoy, how the upper crust enjoys entertainment. Here you go. a flute when you got Noah or well, that Gil or Gil. I don't know who she is. Maybe she's That's good, right? I feel like I'm at a coffee like a shop. I just dumbfounded really. I'll throw my head back and see and see and see Yeah. I mean, what else do you have to say about that? It's just so good just so good and you can tell how refined uh you, you have to have real refined taste to be able to enjoy something that in depth uh and if you were wondering yes that's a lady who um is um well, i don't know if she can play the flute or not but she doesn't need a flute because she just does the flute part with her mouth she just sings it so that's good that's good so uh it <laughs> yeah it's it's unreal but yeah that was their entertainment i'm sure uh whoever the hell that was uh something in gill who knows um i'm sure they got paid very well to go and entertain the upper crust the only thing better than that is i think yoko if you've never seen what yoko does um look it up it's unreal and people in new york and places pay shit tons of money to come listen to her just scream and squall and make horrible noises and they all pretend that it's brilliant and i'm sure the people did the same with this like man that's just amazing that lady up there going wonderful wonderful anyway I will be back next week. Uh, we're going to talk more about these, uh, you know, hearings because there's more coming up. We're going to talk more about whatever the hell there is getting shot down all over the country. Um, <clears throat> hopefully more will come out about that. We're going to talk about uh, maybe um, uh, there was one story about us blowing up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I hope not because that would make hmm, that would sort of start a war that i don't think we want to fight a war right now they're expensive and a lot of people die so anyway i will be back next week if you want to send a message question comment any of those things you can do so at the website erics-america.com facebook at erics america pod twitter eric underscore podcast that's where you can find me there uh hit me up on twitter uh, or if you want to send an old-fashioned email, ericsamericapod at gmail.com. Um, 
all of it's going to come to me and I will answer myself. So no staffers because I can't afford them. And I will be back next week. Until then, just remember, no agenda, just America.